The title of today's message is Tempest Tossed. Tempest Tossed. And I'm one, I like to study terms and definitions and quotes. I love all of that. So I'm going to give you the definition of Tempest Tossed. It is a violent, windy storm. A violent, windy storm. You can also be thrown into confusion as a result, to be pounded or hit repeatedly. How many have ever gone through a season where you have felt like you've been pounded, you've been hit over and over and over again? Is that you? And there's a graphic. So on Tuesday, we had a all-staff meeting at Victory, and this graphic was on the screen, and it was a, a motion graphic, a moving graphic. And as I was looking at it during worship at our all-staff meeting, I really felt like I feel like that's me. Just over these past 16 weeks, I felt like just there was a raging storm on the inside of me. Just so much emotion. Um, God's been faithful. But it's been, it has not been an easy 16 weeks. If you agree with that, say amen. amen. And so that's where the word came from really on Tuesday. And out of that, when Pastor Paul asked me to preach, I said, you know what? This morning, I'm, I'm going to just share my heart with you and just be vulnerable because I, I have felt like with our staff and as our church that we've been in a tempest-tossed season to and fro. And the root word of tempest is temp. Everybody say temp. And just like I shared with the vice president, we went through various seasons even at Victory at Tulsa Dream Center where staff and volunteers had to get their temperature checked. And if you were too high... We needed you to go home. If you were too low, we also needed you to go home because we didn't want you to be a risk or a threat of getting whatever maybe your body was fighting. And so I, I break it down in the natural because some of you this morning need to check your spiritual temperature. Because what's happened in our world might be throwing you to the left and to the right there might be a raging storm on the inside of you. And if you're not careful, other things will go off to sea or there may be wreckage if you are not doing a spiritual and a physical inventory of the season of life that you're in. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, Hurricane Katrina, millions of people were displaced. Millions of people. A lot of them came here to Oklahoma. Arkansas, Texas, just millions of people were displaced. And though they had their lives, some of them, many of them had lives, a lot of them lost their lives. But though they had their lives, there was still a massive result of damage that had taken place in their lives. You can have all of your family. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You might be going through things where you are still alive but do you recognize that the enemy fractured that relationship? Or do you recognize that, man, your, your daughters or your children, you're no longer in unity? Do you recognize that you may be alive, but the enemy siphoned something else from you? It's like a chair. A chair has four legs. And the enemy might have, he might have been sawing one of those legs. And over time, because you didn't do a spiritual and a personal inventory of the season of life that you're in, something's gotten weakened. 
that relationship. Well, Lord, I, I, I'm in a rush. Lord, I, I know I'm at home a lot right now. I'll, I'll, I'll pray tomorrow. It's very important that both spiritually and naturally, you do a, everybody say, personal inventory. No one can do that but you. But for your, your, your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, you need to recognize the season that you're in. And so with the definition, a violent, windy storm, my wife, um, my beautiful wife, Amber, three girls, so I'm outnumbered. Um, and then my wife as well. I have four women, so I'm super outnumbered. outnumbered. So I'm coveting your prayers because emotional roller. There's a lot of emotion in my house right now. Like, you know, my wife, she may, you know, because of pregnancy. And then I go to my daughters and I'm like, just come to me. And they're like, mm. and I'm like, dang. And I go to my other daughter. She's like, no, daddy. I'm like, please, can I get some love? Everybody needs love. But my wife puts me through this process. So even still today. So when I come home, she makes me strip everything off and leave it in the garage. And I, I make sure the garage is closed so the neighbors don't call the police. So I pull in and I, and I have to call her when I'm getting ready to open the garage because she takes the girls upstairs. Um, talking about Tempest Toss. My wife has been tossing me here. So, no, she hasn't. But I, I get pulled into the garage. Must take everything off. Go straight to the shower. Take a shower, put fresh clothes on, brush my teeth, Listerine, like she makes me do all of these things. I like Listerine is going to help coronavirus. But uh, anyway, just in case, you never know, bacteria. Um, and then she makes me go back to the garage with a plastic bag and gloves, put the clothes in a bag, carry them to the washer and dryer, start it, get about 50 Clorox wipes, and re-wipe down everything, clean the shower, the buttons, and everything. Tempest Toss. Everybody say Tempest Toss. But she was doing that as a precautionary because she's pregnant. There's a, there's a baby on the inside of her, and we also have young children. What precautionaries, and I didn't share this in the last service, but what precautionary steps are you putting yourself through and your family through in order to be ready when the enemy comes in like a flood? Ooh, that's good myself. I'm buying a tape myself, <laughs> even if y'all don't say amen. But, but it's very important. Spiritual training, just like physical training in the weight room, in the gym. Pastor John and I work out together, and he's like, AJ, add a little bit more. I'm like, come on, bruh. But you know what? It's that resistance. So that way, when I need to lift something heavy outside of work or when I need to do something at work, because I have trained physically, I'm ready when the battle comes. Whatever that may look like. What spiritual training are you doing now in order to be prepared when that storm comes? Because the Bible says storms will come. Jesus told us that in the Bible. But take heart, I have overcome them. And so often, even throughout these last 16 weeks, there's been seasons where I was like, Jesus, where are you? And it was like, why are you asking me that? You know that I'm here, but the teacher is always silent in the what? Come on, boys and girls. The teacher is always silent in the what? Test. Test. So we're going to go on a journey today, and I want to encourage you to find out which bullet point you are. And just like Pastor John stretches me in the weight room, I want to stretch you spiritually in order to say, God, I know this season may be painful, but I'm willing to grow. 
Mark chapter 4. Are you ready for the word? If you're not, I've been doing it. Come on. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. That day when evening came, Jesus said. Who said? Who said? Jesus said to his disciples, let us go. Okay, okay, remember that. So Jesus said, let us go to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. Remember that? And I messed this word up in the last one. What is this word? A furious? Huh? Furious. Okay, I think the last service I said ferocious. Uh, we have a reading program. I'm going to sign up at the Tulsa Dream Center. Pray for me. A furious windstorm came up. And the waves broke over the boat. So just imagine, Jesus, uh, in his natural trade, Jesus was a what? Carpenter. Okay, we're going to go back to the basics. Jesus was a carpenter. Okay? And so a carpenter is very good with wood. Okay? And boats in that time were probably made out of wood. Okay, okay, you're following me here. So Jesus, Jesus didn't have a, he didn't have a normal boat. If Jesus was a carpenter, Jesus had a yacht. Like, like he had like a, like the best Royal Caribbean, like he had just massive yacht. Like, come on, he was a carpenter. Why would he have a little, like a little boat? No, Jesus had this yacht because he was a carpenter. He could build it. So Jesus had this massive boat. This is my imagination. Use your own. Um, and so imagine these waves coming over, these massive waves, big tempest tossed. Jesus told us to go, but now there's, things are starting to shake. Things are, things are starting to move. My, my, my 401k has been impacted. Man, I, I, I was just getting ready to retire in 2020. I was just getting ready to launch this business. We were just getting ready to get married. I was just getting ready to divorce. I was just getting ready to leave my family because the, the storm Tempest tossed. Jesus was in the stern. Another version says Jesus was at the bottom of the boat. And what was he doing? Sleep. He was in his lazy boy. He was man, sleeping good, sleeping on a cushion. Then the disciples woke him up and said, teacher, don't you care if we drown? In my mind, I interpret them screaming out, do you love me? Where are you right now? Don't you know that, I'm, that I'm, I'm freaking out? Don't you know that there is a massive storm? Didn't you know about coronavirus, God? Didn't you know I would lose my job? Didn't you know that I would not be able to pay my mortgage? Didn't you know I waited three hours for the unemployment office? And they still, I still didn't connect. Didn't you know I, I had to give change in order to buy groceries? in order to get gas. God, where are you? And I felt like that may be some of us here today that in the season, though we may look sharp this morning, there 